y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast. This show broadcasts twice a week out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. And Carla de Puerto Rico. And on the show, we talk about art, creativity, city life. From a Latino perspective, I'm a visual artist. And I'm a singer. And this is episode 22, 10 T Commandments. We have special guest Damien Dolly back with us yes. and we put together a little list of 10 golden rules for you t-shirt designers out there like always you can listen to our episodes on iTunes and Stitcher and you can find us on social media on Facebook Twitter Tumblr and Instagram also find more about Cortez NYC merchandise on CortezNYC.BigCartel.com all right, and I want to give a shout out to some of our Instagram followers, Guillotine Cuts, Scratch NYC, D Menace, Cartoons 1, Abyss 102, Olive the Carpio, Advising Queen, Hablando Plepas, Chico in the Grin, and TK in the AM. Yes, yes, yes. We are back with the D Double Design. Gia. <laughs> and the Hennessy. We got the Hennessy on deck. Can I hear those? Yeah, you hear that little? Yeah. That's Henny. And it's not like a shot. This dude gave me like a, a mug, like one of those Slurpees. Yo, sip it slow, son. We live in the arch. Sip it slow. Wow. Yes. Cheers, everybody. Salud. Doesn't matter the time that you watch. Salud. That's that Spanish. <laughs> that's that Spanish. Mm-hmm. We got the Henny on ice, and we're here talking with the graphic designer that's nice. Diablo in the yeah. house. Yeah, I'm way more than graphic designer, okay? <laughs> but right, right now, you're, 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 we're, we're having a graphic designer we're conversation. We're going to do the graphic design portion. Yeah, we're having a graphic designer conversation because it's me and Diablo. It's a graphic Hablo, conversation. We go way back. I think you and I are the Obi-Wan and the Yoda of t-shirt design. What? I am not Yoda. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, <laughs> I am the Obi-Wan in this <laughs> scenario. Okay. We are the Michael Jordan and the... Scotty Pippen? <laughs> of t-shirt design. We in are... In that case, I'll be Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Jay-Z and the... Uh, um, don't say Beyonce. That is Kanye? wrong. The Kanye? <laughs> And Biggie. Well, yeah. Nah, it'll be more like that. Yeah, like the Jays and the Biggies. Yeah. Nah, but that's a different time period. It's morbid. The morbid. Tupac and the Biggie? Rest nah, we're not rivals. We're not rivals. Nah, nah, nah. Kanye. All right, fine. The Kanye and the Jay-Z. Kanye. The Kanye we're and like the, the tribe called Quest of T-shirts. In reggaeton, we would be the Daddy Yankee and the... Yeah. Or the Wisin y Yandel. Wisin y Yandel. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Blup, blup, blup. The, the Wisin y Yandel. What's that new guy? <laughs> Bad Bunny or whatever? Design. No, he's oh, trapped. No. That's trapped. Right? Yeah. That's yeah, a whole different game. Yeah, a whole different. I'm old. <laughs> Hi, anyway, as you can get the impression, we're the dynamic duo of t-shirt design. We're about this life. More, okay. more. We're worth more than our weight in gold in, in our knowledge of t-shirts. Or not t-shirts blow out of any store. That's, that's a fact. No, okay, no, that's, that's a, fact. a fact. All right, so we're here to talk shit. 100%. Yes, 100%. A fact. Y'all, y'all be wearing my t-shirts. You didn't even know you were wearing yeah, my t-shirts. No, that's true. If I put it on a t-shirt, you're going to be wearing it. 
Trust I'll me. be shopping at Target, Kmart, Walmart. That's yeah, a fact. Yeah. If you were wearing t-shirts in the past 10 years, fact. 100% you were in wearing my t-shirts. In the past 10 years, one of our t-shirts you wear. If you were wearing my Scooby-Doo time period, you were wearing my yeah, fucking Nike. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't have my Elmo Fudd looking like a thug t-shirt, you were wearing something else. I'm telling exactly. you. You were wearing one of mine or his. All right, so we're here to, we decided we'd pick a fun topic to talk shit, talk trash over the mic. And to help you out. And we figured there's a lot of there's a lot of people that that's their first step. Like you're a graphic designer, you come out of college, what are you gonna do? Design a t-shirt. You're either gonna make a menu for a restaurant, <laughs> a flyer for a nightclub, or somebody's mixtape. Somebody's mixtape cover, exactly. Yeah. It's on 34th Street oh. selling to <laughs> tourists and shit. Yo, shout out to y'all. That game o- that game is done because of iTunes. Exactly. Who wants to buy your CD anymore, bro? So, Get out of here. So you, you got business cards? You're going to design business cards? <laughs> What's your first step? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a good, that's a, actually, a really websites. good topic, actually. Websites is a big step right now. Websites. I don't even and, think websites anymore. Most people, it's like social media, quick hits. Nobody's really going to websites like that. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's just, just boiled down to social media. I think we just hit a, another nerve right there. I know. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. All right, so back in the day, your first step was T-shirts. I mean, that, that shit was booming. It was a boom. And for some reason, there was a boom in T-shirt and the T-shirt market. I think computers helped it. I think you had a lot of people with easy access to screen printing facilities or, or screen printing machines, and they just needed an artist to make the art. Yeah. And I think that made the boom happen because printing became easier. The ink became affordable. The t-shirts were manufactured in, we don't want to talk about where, but China, overseas. shout out. And because of that, there was a boom. And and because of that boom, they needed artists to create shit that would sell because they realized quickly that they couldn't just do it with some bullshit t-shirts. So and that, it, also, it's the highest margin thing you got, right? If you make it denim, your margin is going to be low because it costs a lot to produce. And then you have to sell them for pretty high. T-shirts... Cost nothing. 100% cotton. Cost nothing. <laughs> I mean, next to nothing. It's the lowest margin. Like, you, you're good. It's the lowest margin. You might as well be printing on newsprint. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I learned a lot over the years. You know, I got into it where my drawing skills made me survive. But later on, I had to learn computer skills on my own. And I developed a sense for a design ability and a design know-how. I had the eye of the tiger, the eye of the designer. It's an aesthetic. You gotta have it. That's yeah. a big word, guys. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. <laughs> Aesthetico. 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 But it's maybe Carla's gonna write that down for later. That's what I'm Aesthetico. doing. <laughs> so when I finally broke into the t-shirt market, it was like it, for me, it was like a fucking wide open ocean of like possibilities. The possibilities were endless. I was like, oh my god! And once I gave me, once I got a computer, I was like, it's over. It's a wrap. I got all the fonts I could ever want. I got all the fonts, all the colors. I call got me young font. All right, that's what they call me, <laughs> young typography. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, with all these possibilities, the problem is that you can get lost. In these possibilities, when you got the wide, you know, only only the one good mariner could take his crew to the to the promised land. You know what I mean? This guy dropping jewels. That's that (laughs) any talk. I like it. I like it. (laughs) You know, when I got opportunity to design T-shirts, I took it like like 
we were just talking, Jordan on a basketball court. I was like, I can do all kinds of shit now. I'm so free. Like, you just freed me up and you're paying me? Word. <laughs> can't pay what? for this shit. <laughs> so I, I remember I, I picked up very quickly what made sense, what caught people's attention. And we're going to talk about that. We got, we got a list here. But I, I really, I quickly caught on the aesthetic. We just said an aesthetic of what makes sense when you're sitting in that hot seat and they're saying, design, motherfucker, design. I caught on. What do they want from me? And, and how do I do it? And how to do it in a timely fashion? Yo, but no. all jokes aside, going back to what you just said, every day, at least once a day, it happens to me where I'm like drawing something at my computer. I'm like, what the fuck? I get paid for this? Like, really? And I think that should be the basis of everyone's career. If you're just lucky to do it, if you just feel like, I would do this shit for free. That's every day I'm like, yo, I am drawing dumbass characters right now but don't confuse that with drawing your own shit for fun for free no 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 <laughs> no you need totally to draw different. effectively for free exactly exactly <laughs> you're right you're 100 percent right because let- at the end of it you're still just drawing you exactly. know what i mean yeah but something that can come out of you like like that all right so so we developed uh Ten Commandments, a Ten Crack Commandments. <laughs> the Ten Crack Commandments, what? <laughs> <laughs> we developed the Ten Commandments of T-shirt graphic designer Do's and Don'ts. Ten Commandments. Ooh, I like that. That's the, the title. Ten Commandments, what? We've yeah. been in this game for years. It made us an animal. There's rules to this shit. We wrote you a manual. It's in our hands right now. Literally. Next to my Henny. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anybody out there who is even thinking about starting a t-shirt company, you got some hipster in the middle of somewhere, you got a big old beard, you got a... Oh, he called you out. He said you're a hipster. <laughs> a hipster somewhere Listen, in the middle of nowhere, you got a big old everyone. beard, and you are trying to make t-shirts, and you want to, you don't understand why your t-shirts ain't catching, why they're not That's catching you keep fire. talking that vegan shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Shout out to my vegans. I was vegan for the whole three months. <laughs> I feel your pain, yeah. Struggle right. is real. So we developed a, a, a few ins and outs, do's and don'ts when you're designing for t-shirts. There are some rules. There are some basic rules we developed along the way. And it's it's the reason we made this this little podcast right now, this episode, is because there's people that are still breaking these rules. Hmm. There are people All that still have the time. They still don't get it. Wow. That's why we gotta make it a fucking official. <laughs> Official uh, 10 T commandments. <laughs> what? All right, D, I'm gonna let you start it. Number one. Well, rule number uno. Yes. Rule number uno. You gotta make a statement. Always make a statement. Mm. A t shirt is like wearing your personality. Most people get t shirts that say something about them. Why? It's 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 an icebreaker. It, they want right. to wear it on their chest. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So which is fine. That's a majority team, of us. That's a majority. If it's of your us. team or it's your favorite TV show, how you feel, your thoughts on the world, whatever it is, make a statement with it. I like. If that. you think you're the flyest person in the world, that's why Born Fly does well. Plug to Born Fly. Plug. Shout out. <laughs> plug. Plug. <laughs> if you feel you're fly. You want other people to know I am fly. I like that. That's true. All right. Make a statement. What you I got? got? I got, um, you got to have an impulse buy. You got to remember t-shirts are an impulse buy. Quick. 
an impulse buy. They so, shit at the front of the cashier when you go into Dwayne Reed. You get up to the line and there's like M&Ms and shit or some weird things there. Yeah. I remember one of the first things that I learned from one of the my original bosses when I first started in the t-shirt business. He told me, and I, it stuck to me, I hate him. <laughs> I hate shout out guy. to whoever you shout are. Shout out to homie. I hate him. Uh, he was, he was, you know, his, me, our personalities clash, but I did learn from him, and I respect that. He That's told real. me, don't take your t-shirt design so seriously. You're not Picasso. You're not Monet. Word. Remember that the t-shirt you designed today, in a year, is going to be washing a car somewhere. Somebody's going to be <laughs> washing their car with that t-shirt. These are major facts. It's a reality. The thing you're designing today is disposable. It is an impulse buy. It's only for now. It's not to last forever. You know what I mean? So you want to make something that gets somebody's attention. The minute they see it, they can't stop but to buy it. They go and take it to the freaking register. They buy it. They take it home. They wear it for three months. The shit gets raggedy. And now they're fucking cleaning their floor with it. And that's all it is. And that's your job. Exactly. And do it again. Exactly. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> and that goes into my thing about being easily readable. That's your next point? Yeah. All you right. Can't, you can't look at a t-shirt and try to figure it out because you don't have that much time. True. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sitting in a rack or if somebody's wearing it, it's a split second. You're going to see them on the street. I don't want to have to figure out fucking abstract your abstract thoughts or how you felt when you made it. Nah. I just want to see it and read it and understand it. And that's what people don't get. They they want to put their, oh, it's an inside joke to me. No, it's only to you. No one cares no about you. No inside jokes and t-shirts. No one cares. No one cares. I promise you. I'm sorry if you are offended. I'm sorry. Nobody cares. Okay? That's a good so, one. Keep it readable. Nobody cares about your abstract shit. Okay? You're not... Picasso. <laughs> that goes into my point. Now I got my, my okay, number two. <laughs> Basic layouts. T-shirts. Oh. All right. So T-shirts. Man, T-shirts are the tic-tac-toe of graphic design. Easy peasy. It's chess. You have to be the freaking best at it. Everybody knows how to play it. Everybody knows the rules. You just have to be the best at it. Meaning you need to know all the moves and keep it simple. Keep it Break it down to its core and say, you know, keep the the letters are arced or they're straight. The 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 main item is in the middle, always in the middle. If you put it, if you put the item, the main focus on the side, on the left or the right, it's because you got some serious purpose for that. You don't know how to do shit. Yeah, you gotta have a serious reason why you're doing that. (laughs) Draw their eyes in to the point you want them to. I, I'm wearing that that T-shirt on my chest. I want people to look at the center of my chest. I don't want them to look at my stomach. <laughs> we just saw that dude rocking a fubu. The fubu was on his stomach, y'all, and it just highlighted because he had a belly, so it just highlighted his belly. I, don't, I don't do that to people. I don't want that logo on my upper left nipple. I don't want it over on my by my collar. No, I want the, the high nipples. This guy. The, fo- <laughs> the focus. I want the focus to be dead center in the middle of my chest. chest. And, and then around that, you can put whatever you want. But the basic layouts. There's like I, I think I broke it down one time. I don't think it was with you, but with some other designers that I was working with. I literally made a, a little pamphlet, a little booklet of like these are your layouts. You got maximum. 12 like there's 12 layouts 
within those 12 layouts, do whatever you want to do, but keep it to those layouts. There's no reason to break out of those layouts. You're That's right. It. 100% right. Done. And how big is someone's chest? I'm not talking about some <laughs> giant dude, okay? I'm talking about, let's go from medium, right? A medium t-shirt, this is another thing because I do clothing, is from anywhere from 23 inches, that's the chest, all the way up to, if you triple XL, 5XL, it's like, I don't know, 30 something inches. You need to fit that on the center of a chest, not wrap it into your armhole, not going around the back, it's <laughs> fit it, okay? 12 inches, that should be the max of a t-shirt width. And if it's something circular, where the design is more like all encompassing in a circle, then keep it at 10. Other than that, it's too big. There's a lot to be said for like overwhelming people. Yeah. All right. Now, it, there's all over t shirts. That's fine. That's a different game. I don't think you're ready for that yet because <laughs> that's, you, who that's we're the next to, podcast. <laughs> who we're talking to right now, you're just trying to make t shirts. Joe keep it in the backyard. <laughs> just keep it under 13 inches, man. Like, keep it under 13 inches wide. Don't let it wrap around because people are not seeing that. And also, you got to, I'm a designer. I design clothing, so I know about all this face front, how people fold T-shirts and leave them yeah. on the table. Marketability. You yeah. have to be able to see everything in that yeah. one little square that they exactly. fold it into. Don't try to break it out. That's that's for the advanced podcast, like you said, <laughs> for the next guys. Yeah. Keep it in that 13 by However tall you want to make it, make sure it's readable. Again, it goes back to that. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move into some technical aspects. We're running out of time here, but oh, damn. keep it cheap. Keep the <laughs> printing quality cheap. <laughs> all right? That goes into inks. We're talking about inks right now, all right? So you got a basic T-shirt. You got cotton. You got ink. That's all you got. You got a few colors. Why are you trying to make 20 colors? Why are you trying to make 18 colors? You could tell your story with six colors, five colors, four colors, three colors. You don't have to tell it with so many colors. It's not necessary and it's not wearable. That's the other part you guys don't realize. It's not wearable. Yeah. Multi-crazy rainbow color t-shirts are not the seller. Unless you're Takashi 6'9 or something. Yeah. <laughs> that goes back to color. Yo, color is a big deal. People still want to match it. Word. They want to match with their t-shirt, their sneakers. They want to match with the pants they wear or their jacket. So don't go crazy. I mean, every now and then, good colors are crazy. Like out of the box type shit. You got your pinks and your fluorescents. That's cool. But you also got fluorescent sneakers. So it, it's all part of it. <laughs> Sneaker game is a major game. As you game. got on right now, you got your bright colored sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sneaker game is a major game. All right? People want to match to the sneakers they got on. And if you can connect with a color, hey, you know, you got your primary joints, you got your red, your black, your blue, your yellow, and your green. Stay away from green. Green is green is green is stay the away from green. Green is death. Unless it's green Irish St. Patty's Day. Nah. Stay away from That's green. That's another rule. I think you just brought up a really good sub rule. That's a sub rule. Sub rule. Avoid green. Brown is tough oh, too. Doo doo brown. Nobody cares. Green, brown, tan. Those colors are tough. But definitely green is the, the, the kiss of death. Don't don't design in green. I don't care how green you are in life. Yeah, you <laughs> Irish people out there. All right, so my, my next point right here is um, 
gotta be wearable. And I'm talking about ink. Some of y'all be making some bulletproof ass t-shirts. <laughs> and some of y'all be taking it too light on the ink. There's a nice balance between cotton and, and ink and actual ink on a t-shirt. Remember that you're wearing a physical thing on your body. You don't, when you design a t-shirt, you design it so that the ink is evenly distributed across the t-shirt. You have a little bit of ink on the top, a little bit in the middle, a little bit on the bottom. You wanna make a balance so that the t-shirt doesn't crinkle up and, and fall under its own weight of the ink. And you don't wanna just lather a whole box of ink on a t-shirt where you have a bulletproof vest on. Those are like big do's and don'ts yeah, that people yeah, yeah. still do. They still don't. I mean, think you can about do that. it once you get into embroidery and stuff, but that's a whole different. That's not for y'all. <laughs> but right, yeah, that keep, keep it wearable. Keep it wearable. Keep it wearable. All right. Keep it wearable. What you got, Z? What was my last thing? Huh? Make sure it's know your audience. Just know your audience. Like Who that. do you want to sell to? All right. Now. I like different shit. I like weird shit in my life. But not everybody likes the weird shit that I like, right? I'm not out here trying to push my love of anime or some crazy <laughs> shit. All right? They may they may be they may be you might have an audience for that. But I'm just saying, don't be upset if your fucking weird anime design isn't selling. That's not your audience then. Find out who they are. And cater to them if you want to make money or to be successful at it. If you're making t-shirts, believe me, you want to make some sort yeah, of money. Because you're putting in the investment in this. I, when I did this, I would have to get everything on my own. I have to get the ink. I got to get the screens. I have to get the t-shirts. They all cost money. It's not free. Yeah. So I'm not going to go put fucking weird shit on my t-shirt that nobody else relates to that's a good t-shirt right there that's a good t-shirt slogan thoughts are free t-shirt ain't uh -huh. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly word yo hashtag that thoughts are free t-shirts are and th that goes into my next point and that'll be my final point oh he slammed the book wow slammed the book on this was oh, my final what? point and this, is, this is the one you can't teach in school catch it you gotta have it you have to have the it factor what the it like factor like you're an American Idol and you are it you, you gotta, you gotta be clever. You gotta laugh at yourself. You gotta have a sense of humor. Oh, that is. You what? gotta, you gotta create. You, know you gotta create. I'm something. gonna give him. A, you can't see this, but I'm giving him. A <laughs> <laughs> be funny, motherfucker. You gotta well, try. have a sense of humor. You have to, even if you're doing the most serious T-shirt in the world. Don't take it so seriously. It's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. You have to have something it's catchy. Throwaway item. Somebody's here. gonna come to you in your T-shirt career and ask you to do something funny. And they're gonna, and then you're gonna do something funny, and they're gonna ask you to do it again, and then they're gonna ask you to do yeah. it again, and they're gonna ask you to do it five times, and then they're gonna ask you to do it five times and do a whole line of funny shit. And what are you gonna do? Say no? Oh, I'm an artist. I can't no, do that. Don't do that. No. You're you gonna put that fireman on the shirt and say, "Where my hoes at?" <laughs> that was one of mine. It was classic. It was classic. It was classic. There was a fireman, and he had his, was his walkie, and he was like, "Where my hoes at?" <laughs> You take that sumo wrestler, you put on a t-shirt, you say, I'm big in Japan. <laughs> That's not selling out. That is funny. Okay? No, listen, no, but seriously, on a serious level, no, you have to be catchy. You have to be clever because at the end of the day, a t-shirt graphic is an impulse buy. It's a joke. It's a throwaway. A it's a punchline. Nobody keeps that forever. And, but it's artistry. But they might. 
Yeah, and and really? and they might you might find a collector, yeah. and you might find that dude that five years later will say, "Oh shit, I had that shirt," but but that catchy design, that it factor, that cleverness is is that I feel like that is that key ready quote unquote ready player one. <laughs> it's that key to lead you to the next level. You coming up? <laughs> yeah, it's that key to lead you to the next level. If you have, if you find that it factor in yourself in the t-shirt market, even if you never wanted to be in the t-shirt market, but you find that cleverness inside of you, that sense of humor, that's gonna open doors for you to the next opening, because that's a little bit of you, that's a little bit of that voice, yes. that resourcefulness. Hallelujah. That that ingenuity. You know what I mean? Preach. Carla, what was your favorite t-shirt? Do you ever have a t-shirt that? No, but I remember that when I was growing up, we were, all the girls, we were wearing this monkey t-shirt. It was like a monkey. I don't From remember. H&M? How dare you. <laughs> no, no, no. It had like a little, I, it had a name, but right now I cannot remember, but it was a monkey, a monkey that always had like a little phrase with it. Yeah, So it would go. be like something funny, and then it would be the little monkey or two monkeys, there and everybody go. was wearing that, and then the shirt would be like, let's say, pink and then the sleeves in in the bottom will be like another color so those kind of combinations and stuff like that there you go that's somebody, something i remember somebody always. sat around thinking what would be what's cute what's funny uh girls like monkeys uh exactly. t-shirts are icebreakers man especially for dudes if you're wearing a t-shirt and some girl can relate to it uh-huh you in if you're like wearing stranger things <laughs> and she likes stranger things you're good exactly it's it's just a way of advertising your likes and dislikes and, and t-shirts i mean for all you all listening probably mostly in, in the united states even though we have a lot of friends in the czech republic and sweden shout out to czech but um uh, t-shirts are as american as american pie it's as american as blue jeans you know what i mean it's t-shirts and blue jeans and t-shirts you know the have a nice day t-shirt you know the nike just do it t-shirts Sorry, I remember the name of the... Dalek. The monkey? Yeah, it was Bobby Jack. Never heard of him. Never no? Heard of him. Okay. No, must be well, Puerto Rican thing. Sorry. Let me see. Let's see what it looks like. Wait. I'm um, actually... Right, you can't see this right now, but Carla's scrolling through her phone. <laughs> and she's going to show me this monkey. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Jack. Something like that. Oh, I see. No, that's... Oh, I've seen uh, that. That's not Bobby Jack. That's not, that's the monkey from... Uh, yeah, that's a, and, famous, but, that's a famous artist. The fuck? F U. It was something like that. F K U. French Connection monkey, huh? No, no, no. It was actually this one. So. Oh, that's the good Alright, but y'all, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep the graphics going. Yeah, keep it going. Great to me. Culture talk right now. <laughs> Let's talk culture. Ah. All things cultural. Cultura. El hablando cultural. Cultural. <laughs> El habla de la cultura. There you go. There you go. Blup, blup. Put a beat to that. Blup, blup. All right, Carla, what do you got for this Great culture segue. talk? Well, we're going to be talking about music in the Caribbean and hey. islands. <laughs> Uh, so basically, because we have Mr. D over here, from and El he's from Trinidad. El Diablo, what? from Trinidad. We represent Soca 
And we represent reggae because reggae is Yeah. Machine. So we, we didn't know shit about soca. <laughs> what? Except for two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I just researched it. So on the, on the YouTube's. So we wanted to do like a. We just wanted to talk about different music um, styles that we have in the Caribbean and see maybe how they relate or not. Connect. Yeah. And how they connect. Yeah. Um, so Caribbean music. Everybody says Caribbean music, and you immediately everybody thinks, "Oh, from when you, I'm on a cruise, yeah. I'm on a cruise in the Caribbean." Yeah, but that's what they think. They think Caribbean they do, music, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, uh, uh, limbo. I do the limbo." Uh huh. You guys love limbo music? <laughs> you can't tell me you hear. You, that's you, true. Yeah. You hear reggae? You instantly on a beach with a pier. And the, and the limbo like music limbo is music. a calypso. Yeah, it's yeah. a calypso sound. Calypso. Yeah. Or soca. So. Exactly. So we, we were we were having a good time with this because we were talking about, you know, I'm Colombian, Carlos Puerto Rican, and Damien is Trini. Trini. And, but we all have music in common. And we all, I don't think we've ever been like, oh, no, I can't listen to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. no. We all Who have music that? in common. Weirdos. Mm -hmm. And our, our music in common, I think we rooted it now. We did a little research and we rooted it down to, I, w I thought it was going to be reggae, but it's not reggae. I think it's merengue. It might be a merengue. Merengue, plena, bomba. Because merengue ties there. with soca. Yeah. And that's and soca branched out to other venues that we can talk about. Yeah. And merengue branched out to other exactly. things. So there's like a, an African, which it always. Always. Like always. always. Are we yeah. all from there? At the I'm root of saying. it is Deep African. moment. Mm -hmm. And then you have Spanish and French combinations on top. And then if you want to throw in the English is when you're going to get into the reggae and the scars and all that kind of stuff. But if we're going to keep it into the the Latin with the African, you get into the soca, you get into the merengue, you yeah. get into those bachata. things. The bachata. The bachata, exactly. yeah. Bachata is also a combination from African and Spanish, Spaniards, because that... Africans, they didn't have um, instruments with strings. Right. So that came from Spain. And then the whole combination over here in the island, then it, it like became this new rhythm. And then, and then we, the soca, we found out. So soca, it comes from where? What, you give us your history lesson. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. D, Mr. Trinity. Soca, soca is like Calypso, which is Trinidad's native thing, right? And it combined with, it, there's tons of Indians in Trinidad. So it combined Eastern, with their- Eastern Indians. Yeah, Eastern, Eastern Indians, yeah. So not like, you know, Navajo Indians, Eastern not, Indians. Not from American India. Indians. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. So they combined with their, you know, little sounds mixed with Calypso. And it's sped up Calypso, so it's basically so good. It's music you dance to. It's music, it's not slow, it's fast. Mm -hmm. And they, they it's so they- whining. I've heard I've heard Soka be described as soulful calypso. The soul of calypso. Yeah, soul that's of where the name yeah. came from. That's the acronym Soul of Calypso. It's yeah. Soka. So it's taking out the best parts of Calypso and combining it with that Indian influence and yeah. coming up with something better. I feel like that's all music, no? Just yeah. combining yeah, different things. Of, mm -hmm. Coming up with better things. The, the Soka, the interesting about Soka the, well the interesting about Calypso is that it's carnival music. That yeah. caught my attention because well, yeah. that brings me back to Colombia and the carnivals of Colombia. And we get into Latin America, Brazil, and all that, the carnivals down there. But 
soca and coming from calypso calypso being a carnival music and that's something that we all have together mm-hmm. you know we have that ties us together that's interesting yeah i mean trinidad they had the first carnival mm. trinidad originated carnival and everybody else kind of took it huh. it was a kind of is like a fact? celebration yeah is that a fact, fact? Is that i'm gonna google it right is that now you hennessy talking is that, that you is hennessy talking talk. right now <laughs> the original the original carnival is from Trinidad. While you Google search that, yeah. <laughs> to justify And if it's that. not, it is now. <laughs> Carla, hit me with some more facts. What do you got? Well, and then the merengue, like we said, is a cultural clash between French, Spanish, and African. And what is interesting about merengue is that it does have a real like um similarity with this other style that we were looking up that it was this zook zook yeah um so it's it's interesting because i didn't notice the relationship between these two sounds and i thought that zook was more like reggae Mm. but now listening to it so we basically watched a video right and and the zook was played by a guitar a conga and a clave and clave is for me it's very Puerto Rican and also very Dominican yeah so that makes it like a little bit more of a connection between all the islands I think when we were doing a little a little play pre-show research we realized brief (laughs) yeah reggae when we thought reggae was really influencing a lot reggae was really bringing a lot of North American and, and English influence yeah when we saw souk yeah. and merengue and these things, they have like a French and Spanish influence. And then the clave, the clave is the thing that, that's a deal breaker. Exactly. That changes the rhythm up all together. Exactly. That goes from, from, from left, right, left, right to a little you step. Actually have a little to. step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that changes it up a lot. Well, I just read on Google and everything on Google is real. So, <laughs> historians say they believe the first modern Caribbean carnival originated in Trinidad and Tobago in the late 18th century. <laughs> so he, he said a real thing. Like, the mic. Oh, yeah, I got. I, I brought all kinds of facts. I'm just saying, if, if you read it on the internet, in the interwebs, it's real. Okay. So Trinidad started carnival. This motherfucker dragged. It's still the best carnival. He, he dragged by the like way. three giant books. <laughs> He's like, I brought back encyclopedias, some facts for you guys. Yeah, right? Yeah. Man, it's like, remember those encyclopedias <laughs> you used to get when you were young? Yeah. They had the rent uh-huh. spine and shit. <laughs> Trinidad started carnival. Yeah. So, Trinidad, shout out to you. Thank you for starting <laughs> the carnival. Beautiful twin island. <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, no matter who started it, <laughs> we're all enjoying it, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, another aspect that I was thinking about is. The fact that in bachata, or in some type of bachata, they play, well, it's more merengue, sorry. They play an arc accordion. Oh, oh, they do, yeah. 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 So, and that's, that's weird. And that's interesting, and it's weird because where that instrument came from. That's, and, that's European. And that's European. So, yeah. there you see an actual connection, but also those sounds that the accordion have. Yeah. They also have like a little connection, I feel, with Soka and Calypso. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like that ticketing, I don't know. Right. Because it's very like high pitch. And they play it like a marimba. They play it like. Yeah, yeah. Like well, our, style, our yeah. thing is yeah. a steel pad. 
it's like a steel drum and they right mm-hmm. play. it's just a, basically a, a big pan yeah i've seen it uh-huh yeah, and it's very high pitch it sound exactly like. but the accordion that's strange because it seems like a, such a boring instrument but yeah. just the name and all accordion it's like what <laughs> meanwhile uh, so so growing up um colombian music i would say the biggest influence to tie me into soca would be joy arroyo because mm-hmm. joy joy arroyo mixed so much stuff mm-hmm. in his in his quote-unquote salsa that wasn't really salsa it was a mix of soca and now i'm thinking african and maybe even souk because when i hear the yeah. souk stuff i'm like that sounds like joy arroyo. that's joy arroyo but they said that souk came from the african french speaking the french speaking parts of africa there there's an there's a song that joy arroyo did that he actually took and remade from a french african uh, i'm learning these french people know how to party yeah. I know, right? Yeah, we take it for granted, huh? Uh-huh. They create everything. Huh? <laughs> French fries <laughs> and souk. French kissing. What? Uh-oh. What? <laughs> Thank you, France. French toast. Everything good is French, huh? <laughs> well, and then I think another thing that, or other rhythms that tie together Cuba and Puerto Rico and even Dominican Republic will be like the bomba and rumba yeah because i feel like well salsa it was originated once they moved to the united states or yeah, new york I, I think i think that was a heavy jazz influence so rumba it's more like from the island like you can still feel the drums you can still feel like an origin from the islands and same with bomba and like we bom- were comparing bomba bomba with- bomba you you ended up in a in a youtube hole Right, you ended yeah, up in, yeah. a, in a hole where you ended up in Santeria and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that, I imagine typing "bomba" in will end up in porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. You know what? But as you're sitting there thinking about like the roots of all this stuff, I just—it's like a high thought, and I'm not. But where did even music start from? That's crazy. I know. Yeah. Like, who was the first person to be like? Yeah, I'm gonna start singing to this shit. All right, uh-huh. I can't. I can't scream out "Deep Hour." I'm gonna scream out "Deep Minutes." I know, right? <laughs> deep Minutes. <laughs> we entered Deep Minutes. I finished yeah. my Hennessy. He's he's almost there. <laughs> deep Minutes. Yeah. No. Where did so this all this music? Let's let's go there. Why not? We got a few minutes left. To communicate. I'm saying like. It's to communicate because, you know. But the rhythms. I mean, the rhythms. Like like. But I feel like it's a type. Is. When I th- I feel that it started maybe when they first started the rituals to try to communicate with each other. Hey, this is what's happening right now, and these are the sounds we're making for you to know that this is the thing that was happening right now. It's like Let's a code. I, yeah, I feel because at the beginning it was all about surviving. So how are you gonna survive? Let's say we are a group and they're another group. We have our sound, they have their sound. So the way we're gonna communicate with each other is we're gonna make this sound and they're not gonna know, but you guys are gonna know. And then when we hear the other sound, we know that they're coming, something like that, I don't know. I I, I agree. I think if you don't have a string instrument, you don't have melodies and all you have is rhythms, mm-hmm. and then people become experts at rhythms, Yeah. then then I think that's where the, the, the rhythms that we talk about still to this day, yeah. that's where that comes from. But I think that's why, because at the beginning, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking beginning of cavemen. That's yeah. where I'm thinking, right? 100%, 100%. So, 
at the beginning it was all percussion yeah uh, yeah so, i guess they communicated through like mm -hmm. drum noises because it's only so loud your voice can go so they probably had drums to exactly they had yeah. no mics they had no mic checks no, <laughs> no mic checks they didn't have 10 no check 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 <laughs> I, I think yeah. I think the rhythms when you hear the original rhythms I think it brings you back to a place of simplicity mm -hmm. but then you realize you're being communicated to and that's what throws you off exactly right? so it, maybe uh -huh. it brings you back to a, a childhood but then it also reminds you like damn but they are talking to me how are they talking to me you know even through a YouTube video so many years ago right yeah, yeah so every every music is mm -hmm. communication yeah maybe that's why you need melody so that's maybe melody is the thing that ties I know that percussion will tie everything together but the melody is the thing that will connect at this level that we are as human beings will connect us to certain music Hablando español, Carla, ¿qué tienes? Arriba, arriba. So let's arriba. Nailed it. Nailed it. Let's start with market. How do you say market? I know this one. How? Mercado. No, close. Almost. Close, close, close. Mercado. 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 Cado. 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 Mercado. Yeah, you yes. got it. Yes. All right, all right. Okay. Um, the next one is aesthetics. Aesthetics. Wow. Aesthetics. There's a word for that? It's Spanish. That is crazy. I, I would think we would just use aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. aesthetics. <laughs> no? Estética. I was so close. Como? Estética. 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 Yeah. Estético wow, is the female, is male version. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the next one will be cover. Cover? Oh, like a cover from a song or a cover from a bed sheet. Uh, like Forro. a cover, like a cover for, um, for that CD. Ah, uh, un, un forro, no? Oh, a cover for a CD? Yeah. Car, car, car. Carla, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Carla? It can be cubierta. But cubierta is a little bit of another thing, too. Yeah, no, cubierta is not it. But, and then the forro cannot be, because forro is like you're trying to cover something. No, no, ca eh, it's like something. So, el caratula. Caratula. Covers caratula. Because there's, there's different types of covers. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so in no. this case will be caratula. Cover is caratula. I got caratula it. Caratula de CD. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm so Spanish, y'all. Seriously? <laughs> um, the next one will be fonts. What? Fonts. Fonts? I didn't even know there was a word for that in Spanish. That was a made-up actually, word. It's actually uh, kind of like a phrase. It's trying to describe what fonts is. So it's tipo de letra. Ah, 
type. D letter. for the letter type. Yeah, it's like letter type or. Yeah. Because there's not an actual word for it. Yeah, because font they is were like trying, a made up word. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to describe what font said. I mean, aren't they all made up words? Words? Really? <laughs> and worlds. Yeah, and worlds. Deep, deep minute. Uh, <laughs> um, what is commands? Commandments? Oh, like the Ten commandments? Crack commandments. What? Commandments. Commandments. Com- no. No com. Reglas. Sa- yeah, it's like rules. Right? Rules. Reglas. No. No? Mandamientos. Mandamientos. That's right. Commandments. So Mandamientos. Man, man, mandamientos. Mandamientos. My name is in there. Damientos. Yeah, exactly. Mandamientos. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense now. Mandamientos. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> no editing. Then now, if you guys have any words for me, oh, I have a ton of words for you. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right. Be. So, Damien, we were talking about screen printing on T-shirts, and when you screen print, you got to use ink. So, how do you say ink in Spanish? Pluma? <laughs> no. no that's that's so pluma close. is a pen. I know uh, plato y pluma. Plato o pluma. Oh, yeah, either way. <laughs> Plata o pluma. My friend yeah. uh, Pablo Escobar told me oh, that. Wow. <laughs> or narcos. All right, so how do you say ink? Carla? Tinta. I knew that. I knew that. Hit it. How you say it? Tinta. Very yes. good. All right. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about eye-catching designs how do you say how do you say design i think we did that we did that how do you say graphic design i don't know how to say graphic graphicos how you oh, say i know it? that yeah, yeah you got it yeah, yeah. Just flip and it. then how you say design diseño okay so it. now flip it diseño de gráfico basically there you go yeah, yeah. boom yeah goes the dynamite yeah i am fluent now in spanish <laughs> He learn here in Hablando Español, you see, guys? Yes. Un cliente satisfecho. Yes. <laughs> Satisfactory <laughs> client. All right. So, Carla, this is for you. We were talking about um, T-shirts that grab your attention. Uh-huh. So, how do you say something that grabs your attention? Atractivo. Attractive? How do yeah. you say something? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What it's attractive. Bonita apple bun. Que llama la atención, like, basically. But it's, that's like a phrase. But, but that's llama a la atención. Llama la atención. Llama la, la atención. La atención. Grabs your attention. Llama la atención. Yeah. Uh, but the word grab is not llama. Llama is actually no, call, but yeah. it's, yeah. But that's that's the word say. you say. So what's grab? Coger. But we're not saying that. We're saying that it calls your attention. It calls basically. Yeah. So when when somebody says when somebody says that something like a song or a T-shirt or a movie grabs your attention, they say llama la atención. Me llama la atención. Another episode in the bag. Yeah. Diablo, thank you for coming back. Yo, thanks thank for you for me. being here. It was fucking fun as hell. 
was awesome. awesome. Gotta do this again. Yeah. yeah man. Oh, a whole bunch of shit to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were dropping gems, man. You were Jewels, bro. Hitting them on the head with it. <laughs> Over the head. Take these 10 T commandments and live by them, okay? Sigue los 10 mandamientos. Vive los 10 mandamientos. Yeah. Mandamientos. Damien. Entos. Damien te mandó. Where can people find you? D Double Design on Instagram. That's the only thing I'm on. Yeah, keep it low key. All right, man. And you got anything coming up? You got anything you got going on? Nah, man. Just uh, check out Born Fly. We're always putting out collections all the time. Summer is about to drop, and it's about to be hot. The World Cup is coming, so wow. we got a little capsule that's very World Cup inspired. Go check it out. It's dope. All right. And next episode is going to be episode 23, videography. In Art Life, I'm going to be talking about how I plan out my graph videos, how I produce them, how I edit them, some of the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way. And on Culture Talk, we're going to be reviewing and discussing Calle 13's newest album, Residente. And at the end, as always, Hablando Español. All right.